This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath on this beautiful Tuesday, June 2nd. So glad you could take time out of your day to be with us here on Morning Breath. Whether you're getting us in the morning or in the afternoon, makes no difference in the long run as long as you get in there and get the word together. And we, we do appreciate our Morning Breath family joining together. What we do on Morning Breath is we read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time just looking at it, praying about it, studying it, asking Jesus to speak to us uh, in it, through it, uh, all, of, all sorts of other things. Just, just having a, a time with Jesus, a time with the Lord. Uh, You might call it a morning devotion. You might just call it a quiet time. There's a lot of ways to do that in the world we live right now. This is one of them, and we encourage you to get involved and do one some way. Now, then we come down to the studios here at Merritt Island East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. And so my co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. Excited to be here, as always. And I think it's great, too, just the accountability of, hey, let's read together. Yeah. Let's do it. On the same page. Yep. I've really been hyped. I tend to get hyped, but I get hyped thinking about all of the church kind of reading through this and not just East Coast, but our community. I hear it all the time. People are like, oh, I listen to Morning Breath. I've been listening to that thing for years. Yeah, and yeah. it's really cool it's to think about us being unified together. It's yep. neat. And the way you can find out about how to join us is the easiest is our East Coast app. You can find that on Apple or Google. It's just titled East Coast App. It's got a blue background with the white cross. Or you can go to our website, which is eccc.us. That's eccc.us. And you can get info about events, past sermons, morning breath episodes. You can follow along and be able to share it that way. We also want to encourage you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We've got all of our information, our, our online services, past episodes, information that you can get on there. We'd love to have you follow it. And one of the easiest ways yet is that you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060, and we'd be more than glad to email or mail out a devotion guide to you. Yeah, that'd be great. How are you doing today, Nick? I'm doing good. Nick's running the board here. He's he's hammering it. That's the way that goes. Well, we're going to get into the chapter today. We're in the book of Romans, great book, Uh, really... uh, the theological uh, treaty of treaties in the in the book of Romans. But anyway, we're going to read chapter 10. We have 21 verses, so I'm actually going to read through verse 11 okay, and then get you started at 12. All right, sounds good. New King James for me. What about you? I'm doing NLT. NLT. Gotcha. Let's All right. Do it. I must say unto you, read, sir. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness, which is of the law. The man who does these things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks this way. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that is, the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? How will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scripture says, How beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. But not everyone who welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. But I ask, have the people of Israel actually heard the message? Yes, they have. The message has gone throughout the earth and the words to all the world. But I ask, did the people of Israel really understand? Yes, they did. For even in the time of Moses, God said, I will rouse your jealousy through people who are not even a nation. I will provoke your anger through the foolish Gentiles. And later, Isaiah spoke boldly for God, saying, I was found by people who were not looking for me. I showed myself to those who were not asking for me. But regarding Israel, God said, All day long I opened my arms to them, but they were disobedient and rebellious. Amen. Amen. Yeah, this is really, um, when, if you were to break down this chapter into verses uh, yeah. from the Old Testament, you would end up with a, a, a very large proportion yeah. of this chapter actually being direct quotes. Yep. And one of the reasons that's, that's going on is because Paul is trying to reach the Jews yep. who, who believe and have accepted the law yeah. as being God's way. Yep. Of salvation, which is wrong, by the way. The law was never meant to be a way of salvation. The law was meant to be something to lead you to Christ. But the problem with the Jew when Jesus came was they didn't think... The reason Israel wasn't open to her Messiah was, number one, they didn't think they needed saving because they had the law and they knew God and they thought the law saved them. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, when it says this right up here, how's it say? For Christ is the end of the law to righteous through every. Oh, that doesn't want to look for. Let me see here. Oh uh, Lord, for Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. Verse five: The man who does those things shall live by them. Mm-hmm. That sounds nice, but what it's saying is, if you start in the law, you're gonna have to live by the law your whole life. You can't yeah. ever break it. You got to keep it forever and ever, infinitum, never stopping. We're just you're stuck trying to live it out for the rest of your life. So, yeah. number one, they didn't feel they needed a, you know, a Savior, a Messiah. They Especially that, not the way that he came. They thought it was going to be this warrior with a sword and overthrowing Rome and all of their oppressors. Yeah, you know, they weren't looking for, you know, a servant to come. And so they missed it. They you missed know? it. They also missed it because they were zealous. Yeah. It says here that uh, they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. Yeah. And a lack of knowledge is what kills us. Religious they, were strong. You know, strong yeah, religion, oh, religiosity. <laughs> very much so. Yeah. They were proud, um, you know, self-righteous. And then what's crazy about it, last point I think, is they misunderstood their own their own law. They misunderstood the word. Yeah. It was not the destination. The law was not the destination. Yeah. Keeping the law was not the destination, and they made that the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And then they added 
some things of their own to it as well, yeah. which which complicated it for sure. But like Galatians said that, you know, the law was simply to be a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Yeah, that was the objective of it, ultimately. It'd be easy for me to almost skip over this, because if you've been around the Bible for some time around the church, you're so familiar with the verse. But I realize I've got a good friend who I was sharing a message with recently, and he got really rocked by Jeremiah 29, 11. And I was like, I would have just passed by that. So I don't want to pass by this also, is that this is a foundational verse for every believer, is it's Romans 10, 9, and 10. And I learned this from my dad when I first got saved, is you think of it as TNT, because a 10, 9, 10. And you think about TNT being dynamite, like dunamis power, yeah. is that it says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you're made right with God, and it's by openly declaring your faith that you're saved. And so this is the foundation for our salvation, is that the Jews were great at religion. They were great at following every detail of the law. But this is saying it's by believing in your heart through faith. Is if you look at this entire book of Romans, if you just stopped kind of at verse or chapter five or six, you could feel pretty beat up. Because Paul is really painting a picture here of our inadequacy, that the law didn't do it and that we came up short. But here he's saying it's only by grace that we're saved. And you really just have to confess that it's so simple. And this is the foundation for all of our, you know, salvation prayers is to follow this system of we confess with our mouth, we believe in our heart that Christ was died and raised again. And I don't want to move past that for someone who needs to know that it's simple. You don't have to read your entire Bible first. Don't worry, there's plenty who have not. You don't even have to been baptized or, you know, tied to church first. It's it's so simple that Jesus spoke with the sinner on the cross next to him who said, Lord, remember me when you're in heaven. He says, you'll be with me today. You know, as he did it is this is the foundation for Christianity here is that God wants to have a relationship with you. And we overcomplicate it. Yeah, and this is, you know, we learned something, uh, you know, as far as sharing the gospel called the Roman road, and it's like Romans 3.23, 6.23, and then Romans 10, 9, and 10. And this is the end of the Roman road. But, you know, part of what Paul's saying here in this process is back in chapter 3, he basically said we're all sinners. Mm -hmm. Everybody's fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned and uh, fall short of the glory of God. But in chapter 10, He's basically saying we all we all get saved the same way. Yeah. By grace, if you will believe what Jesus did on the cross was for you and then confess that with your mouth. Yeah. And again, it's going to your heart, believe in your heart because that was the problem with the law or any rules and regulations. And we've all had them in our lives and I'm not picking on the Jews here because we've all tried to keep rules and regulations yeah. to to sort of be right. Even even as Christians, sometimes we try to keep rules so we th- we feel better about how God thinks about us. Yep. None of that's worth anything. But we're at this place here where we say it's not a outside thing that you do. It's an inside thing mm-hmm. that you believe. And that's the big difference between Christianity and every other religion yeah. that's ever been thought of or come up with ever in the history of mankind is one's an inside thing heart, believing with your heart. The others are outside things 
the works. Things you do from the outside. Yeah. There's a lot of cool verses in this chapter. I mean, there's like you said, you didn't want to go over something, but there's a lot of other cool There ones is so as well. much too. And I just gotta say this on verse fifteen, I was wanted to pick on it is Pastor Dan, you have very beautiful feet. Because it says, <laughs> How beautiful are the feet of the messenger who brings the good news. And that's such a good, we could get into some good doctrine here, which we're not going to, but it's saying, but we how, might, how will, okay, here we go. <laughs> and how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That's why the scripture says how beautiful is that you got to get the word out there is that we've got uh, an obligation to share the gospel. Jesus said, go into all the world, preach the gospel, you know, yeah. is that we are going to get out there is they're not going to just have a beam to them somehow is that we're called to share the good news. Yep. And this is another foundational verse for much of the kind of doctrine that we do believe is that every missions program on the planet. Exactly. Maybe. Is that yeah. we're following the orders as Jesus was ascending into heaven. Yep. The last thing he said is go and do this, make disciples yep. of all men, not, Hey, they may do it on their own. Or if God wants it done, it's going to happen. I'm sorry. That was a little bit of a yeah, that was a little doctrinal, doctrinal thing there, Jab, but Sorry. that's okay. <laughs> you know, it, it still works today the same way. The, 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 the enemy is trying to hinder in at least three areas, in the believing, the preaching, or the sending of the gospel. The Bible says that Satan blinds the minds of the unbelieving. So he's trying to keep people from seeing. He's also <clears throat> trying to stop preaching, stop, yeah. stop sh people from sharing the yep. gospel. Everybody's felt fear when they went to share the gospel with somebody before felt intimidation. Yeah. Maybe the pressure of a, you know, peer pressure. When you go to do something, you got this thing, this feeling of, Oh, you know what? Well, they think of me if I, I share it. Yeah. You feel vulnerable and exposed <clears throat> as you don't know what's going to happen is if they're going to judge you. And am I going to make a fool of myself? And you had mentioned in the beginning that over half of this chapter is old Testament. <laughs> and I immediately thought in my heart, if you're scared out there to pray out loud or to share the gospel, don't make it your own words. We don't need to hear what you have to say. Just share and preach the Bible. Is that a lot of times I won't know exactly what to pray for someone, but when the word of God comes out, it's always right. As long as it's the right scripture. I mean, you're praying for someone for healing. Memorize those verses on healing. You're praying for someone for breakthrough or for their faith or for salvation. You don't have to come up with this on your own. The Bible's already given you the blueprint. And that's really, whenever I preach or I pray, I, I hope and my goal is it's not me. I'm just sharing what's already been put in there through the Word. And that's a, a safe place to be. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're bringing uh, glad tidings of good things. Yeah. And the Bible, the day and age we live in, it's incredible. You know, back in the day, I'm a little bit older guy. I'm 66. And so... Uh, when I wanted to look up scriptures on healing, <clears throat> I had to find a book on it yeah, or a booklet or get out my Strong's Concordance and look up every time the Bible says heal in it. Uh, and so nowadays, if I want like good scriptures on pick any subject, Nick, pick a subject, knitting. Okay, good. No, let's not go with your favorite hobby. Let's go with something else. Come on. Give me a su uh, any subject. Money. Okay, good. If I need scriptures on money, I just go into, I Google it. You find everything scriptures you ever need. Scriptures on money. Thousands and then of you websites. Get thousands of websites. 50 of the best scriptures oh, yeah. on money. 30, 50 if, sermons. If you, yeah, well, 50 sermons. If you want to, want to, especially, and this is what I believe, if, if I was, if I was hurting in an area of my life 
and I could reinforce it. It's like if you were a basketball player, but you had trouble dribbling with your left hand. What you probably should do is dribble with your left hand f- just exclusively yeah. for however long it took to where you started to feel comfortable. So yep. you'd work on your weakness. Yeah. So if you've got an area of your life where you feel like you're just getting beat up in, with what Christian was saying earlier, go in there, get all the scriptures on a subject, yep. and begin to listen to them, write them down, recite them, read them. See how they are set in in the chapter, yep. in the book of the Bible that you're reading it from, and build yourself up in that area. The Bible says, the Bible, Bible's pretty clear. We're not going to, I don't want to go too far ahead, but Romans. Uh-oh, breaking the rules. Romans 12, too. Well, you do it I'm all the time. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> you do it all the time. It's your fault. Um, verse 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, yeah. that you may prove what is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. And so you you don't think right. Listen to me, everyone out there. You don't yep. think right. Yeah, that we're included. Neither do I. Yeah. Uh, you didn't have to cover for him. I was going to get to that part. <laughs> John, you think right, but yeah. I don't think right. No, it's not true. I don't think right unless I've renewed my mind with the Word of God. Yeah. Because the, the Bible's so opposite to the way we're brought up. We're brought up, if you do, if you eat all your dinner, you get your dessert. Yeah. Works. Well, God says... Grace, yeah. You know, you, we've got this thing that two plus two is four, but God says, "Give two away, and you'll have more." I know. Wait Even a minute, that's subtraction. No, no. With God, that's addition. Yeah. You can go right down the line. That you know, when you're humble, you get lifted up. Yep. When you're proud, you get pushed down. Yeah. All the things that we look at in our life in the world, what we're taught, is just the opposite in the kingdom of God. Yeah, it's really cool when you you realize that and. Romans paints a great picture of this as it's counterintuitive to what the world thinks is most people will think that we're going to end up having when you when you take on religion, you're going to be more bound and you're going to be more tied up. And I thought that way. You and I both oh, lived absolutely. pretty wild lives absolutely. where well, we were. <laughs> burn, speak for yourself. I was just a wonderful burning person. it on both ends, you know, really being pretty crazy. And I thought I'd be more restricted and tied down. But I am more free now, more satisfied, more fulfilled in what people would consider kind of a square life, you know, uh, you know, married for 17 years and three children, and I work at a church, and I'm so super fulfilled, more so than I would have ever been when I was pulling all-nighters and running from the cops and doing crazy yeah, things right. that, that the world makes things that's that's exciting. It's like, no, I'm way more fulfilled now. Absolutely. And, and Paul will paint that picture. I, I had one more thought that I just wanted to get to before get you go back, there. is that you were talking about digging out this the Word, and I've thought about this a few times, is that there's this idea of mining out the scripture, the same way that you get gold and diamonds. They're not sitting on the middle of the top of the field, guys. You're going to go dig it out for yourself. And I've heard you, when you start to share some of those verses on healing, that you can drop straight from memory because you spent oh, yeah. hundreds of hours in this time spending, and you've got your, your recording of scriptures that heal, that are committed to memory, and it's going to mean so much more. So if you've heard me say this before, just bear with me. You're going to hear me say it again. Spend some time 
in the Word, just meditating in. Don't feel like you have to read through an entire Bible in this designated time. Do what we're doing and just spend some time digging in. And when you find a verse, meditate on it and let God do a work in there. Sometimes there will be one verse for the week that I'll just get hung up on, and God does a big thing. Let me share with you from Proverbs 2. This is so powerful. It says, My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver yeah. and search for her as hidden treasure. Come on. That's what you're yeah. talking about there, digging in yeah. and getting it. And then that really ties in to uh, verse, is it 17? Let's see. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. How does it say in verse 17 in the New Living? So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. So here's what I want to say about this hearing. It says, so faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Yeah. So faith doesn't come by having heard. Yeah. Active. It's got to be ongoing. You know, you can lose what you have if you don't do anything with it for yeah. long enough. And so... There are scriptures that I've lost sort of their strength in my life. absolutely. Because I'm so far removed from them or thinking about them or praying about them or looking at them. Mm -hmm. So I have to go back because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, which goes right back to what you said, brother, about digging in. And getting into the scripture. Yeah, I love that. And if you've heard a message before, I I can hear it sometimes. And that's the art of a talented communicator. You've done this before, Pastor Dan, where it's a very familiar verse. I mean, we could pick John 3.16, and you could share revelation on it in a message that will just melt my brain, even though I've heard the verse so many times and we're all so familiar with it. But when there's revelation and the word is— The scripture's alive. It is straight alive. alive. The Bible says it's rhema. that it's it's alive and it's going to speak to us. And I want to encourage you to spend that time because I've had it before where it's a familiar area and I see it. I'm like, where did that come from? Did that just get dropped in my Bible? Like, where was that from? I just saw it for the first time, even though I've read it over, over and over again. And I love that. That's where the word of God really gets exciting. And that's the premise of this morning breath is let God breathe on it. Don't let it be stale. You want it to be alive to you. Absolutely. And you know, as you look at this chapter and think about all the Old Testament scripture that he's pulled out here, but when you look at the Old Testament scripture and he reads, what is it? Verse 12, where's that? That's found in... I got it. Okay. Joel uh, and Isaiah talk about these things, but it says, for the scripture says in verse 11, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Mm Mm-hmm. Then it says, for there's no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to all that call upon him. For whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you read that and you go, gosh, that's got to be like super New Testament revelation. No, that's the book of Joel. Yeah. That's something God has been saying from the beginning. Yeah. God has said from the beginning that it wasn't just for one, you know, race or group people of people. Group. Yeah, it was for aside. everybody. Yeah. And here's the chapter. Where it basically, chapter 10 says, we're all saved the same way. Yeah. Whether you're a Jew or a Greek, that's the way it works. It's how you get saved. 
Yeah, it, it's remarkable, and that's what's the beautiful thing is they talk about the red thread of Jesus that's woven all that throughout mean? the Old Testament. So the red thread really is speaking of the blood of Jesus yeah. that starts from the beginning in the book of Genesis. Genesis 1, you see in the very first verses the account of Jesus starting to come through, and all through the Old Testament prophets and through the history books and every bit of it, you see Jesus appearing. He's there all the way up into the New Testament. So don't think, some people are like, well, I'm just going to read the Old Testament because that's this, or I'm just going to read the New Testament. Well, it is beautifully crafted together. All 66 books, they agree and they work together. All right, Amen. we're going we're to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior, we offer free estimates, and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, the Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133, for more information. That's 452-1060, or visit mz9.org. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. Well, let's go back to, uh, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. just want to encourage you. You know, there was a time in my life, and I had no idea when I got saved that uh, God healed. I started talking to somebody about it. My son was born sick, and, and uh, he said, oh, yeah, God, God would heal him. And I thought, is that, could that be possible? And I began to look in the scripture and look for that and, tr- and try to find it. And the more I saw it, 
and saw that principle of what, you know, Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. I started seeing Jesus heal in the Bible and heal in the Bible and heal in the Bible. What happened is my understanding kind of came alive to healing. Yeah. And it's actually called reticular activation. Okay. Because notice what it says here. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how does faith come? It comes by hearing. Yeah. And how does hearing come? By the word of God. So the Bible actually tunes your ear to the things of God. The frequency. Yeah, yeah, to that frequency. That's cool. And so in our world we live in, have you ever bought a car? You yeah. recently bought one. Yeah. Uh, Nick recently bought one. Yeah. After you buy one, you, you look around you, you notice them all over the place. Everywhere, yeah. Before you buy one, you hardly see them at all. Yeah. That's called reticular activation. God wants to activate your mind and your eye to his things, his ways. Wow, that's His awesome. word. And you do that by getting into the Word, hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. We got to go. Love you guys. God bless you. Have a great day and see you tomorrow. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.